friends. Welcome to the Wrestle Buddies GameSpots Wrestling Podcast full of friendship, wrestling, and wrestling with friendship. I am your host, uh, the man who is never ending when it comes to messing with his own audio, Matt Elfring. And with me, as always, is Dark Order member Chris Hainer. Chris, how are you? Uh, join the Dark Order. Matt, I'm doing great. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I have three cups of coffee into my day. Uh, and I did not have breakfast, so I'm running purely on coffee at this point. Coffee mm. and, in in the spirit of honesty, coffee and three chocolate covered raisins that I got in the mail this morning. What a meal! What a what a great meal! I'm killing it, bro! I'm killing it. That's how we do things at 10:54 a.m., which is when we're recording this. It's actually Tuesday. Uh, peek behind the curtain. It's and it's also like an hour before we normally record, which is when all the garbage trucks come. Oh, oh I didn't even realize. Did you time it this way so you wouldn't get garbage truck inundated? Yeah, I'm already I'm already having enough issues with my own audio. I, I last thing I need is garbage truck editing. Matt, your audio sounds fine to me, the listener. It might like, be you know. my own headphones that are like screwing it up too. Oh, hey friends, I'm just popping in to say I do not know why it sounds like I'm recording in a cave uh on on Mars. It's very confusing. I mean, I know technically why the latency is different than the latency you're hearing right now. Uh, editing Matt. We'll call me meta- editing Matt right now. Uh, I apologize for the audio quality, guys. I know you probably don't care that much. I care because I care about bringing the best to you. Anyway, things will be back to normal next week. I promise. I love you. Who else is telling you on their podcast they love you? I am because I'm a, I'm tired. All right. I love you. Bye. Chris, we have a delightful episode today, considering that we are coming up to WrestleMania. What's that? Two months from now. It's it's what WWE calls their Super Bowl, but I'm going to just I'm going to get real. It's not. It's just it's, it's just I, a pay-per-view. I have a serious question. Yeah. In WWE, who is the NFC and who is the AFC? Like, is that Raw and uh, SmackDown? Uh, yeah, I'd say that the NFC is SmackDown because it's a better show. Uh, and then Raw is the AFC. So then at WrestleMania, in theory, do we see uh, SmackDown versus Raw in a series of matches? No, that would be a series of matches that there would be only one survivor in that series. Interesting. That's a terrible idea. They'll, they'll never do that. Never do that. Uh, so, Chris, uh, what do we what are we talking about today? Two months before pretty much two months before WrestleMania. It's crazy that we're already too like it's a month and a half. For me, it still seems so, so close to last year's WrestleMania warehouse edition um, yeah. that like it's but it's bonkers to me. That's already WrestleMania time again. But that's because time is broken and we're all just flummoxing about the universe. Yes. Uh, but so a little bit later, we're going to talk about. Matt, we've both been to WrestleMania. We both know that mm-hmm. WrestleMania week is filled with dozens and dozens of wrestling shows that are not WWE. Wait, there's more wrestling than WWE? Who knew? Uh, and strangely enough, this year is no different. So we're going to talk about sort of what WrestleMania week is going to look like uh, in Tampa, Florida this year. Uh, but before that, Matt. It's said every year on WWE programming between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We're on the road to WrestleMania. But like, does that mean anything at this point? 
<laughs> that's a that's a question that we're gonna have an answer for right now. Traditionally, Chris Hayner, uh, February or January, uh, going back, uh, was typically January was Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when the winner of a Royal Rumble match would go on to WrestleMania, and that would begin the march or the road to WrestleMania. You know, building that storyline up to that big match at WrestleMania where the winner of the Royal Rumble takes on the champion. Yeah, so WrestleMania, as we all know, because we're humans, is WWE's biggest show of the year every single year. Uh, For the last, geez, it must be over a decade now. It's taken place exclusively in stadiums, minus last year's Warehouse Edition uh, at the PC. It's so WWE treats it to various degrees like the big event that it is starting Mm. with the Royal Rumble. You know who is going to challenge the world champion going forward into WrestleMania. Yes. The problem is I and this is just from my point of view, things have gotten a bit sort of uh, cluttered because there are two world champions. Now there's two Royal Rumble matches, which is great because we need like the women need and deserve that representation. But Mm -hmm. now the road to WrestleMania is a lot of it is waiting for whoever wins their respective Royal Rumble matches to decide who they're going to face at WrestleMania, as opposed to in like in the past, the moment someone won the Rumble, they knew exactly what their destination was at the end Mm -hmm. of the road to WrestleMania. Like we, we are just past the elimination chamber pay-per-view. We know that edge is challenging Roman Reigns because he did it like he made it known at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Still have yeah. no idea uh, who Bianca Belair is going to choose. It's most likely Sasha Banks because right. they're a tag team right now, but we can't, until she says flat out, this is who I'm taking on, uh, they could change things last minute. WWE is known for, you know, just changing things up real quick. So yeah, the road to WrestleMania, it doesn't seem as, for me it doesn't seem as important as it used to be because now the storylines are still figuring out what they're going to be in that stretch Uh between the two shows. And it kind of goes hand in hand with like what WWE has become over the last 20 years, which is a company that doesn't, it doesn't do as much long-term storytelling as the short-term storytelling. And if it does do long-term storytelling, it's Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio fighting each other for 17 years. Or Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt fighting each other for 17 years until Bray Wyatt gets lit on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so for the first uh, 11 WrestleManias, it was January was Royal Rumble. Then you had a two to three month break from January to March, beginning of April, depending on when WrestleMania was running mm-hmm. uh, for WrestleMania. And so you'd have that, you know, two month, three month period. Not now when Matt says break, he doesn't mean there's no wrestling shows. He's just like, like yeah. this is at a time when there wasn't a pay-per-view every three weeks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, remember a couple years back when it was every two weeks and I wanted to stop covering pay-per-views cause I hated it. Wasn't there, wasn't there a time when like we did legit like three shows back to back to back weeks. Yeah, there was. That Cause was... one was a, uh, Australian show or something. Yeah. yeah. Good times. Great memories. Uh, so, Kind of going back to 1995, 1995 was the year that WWE introduced more pay-per-views via the in-your-house pay-per-views where uh, instead of paying 60 bucks, you're paying 30 bucks for a pay-per-view and it's shorter. 
I'm glad NXT brought the in your house concept back and I want to see it done on a bigger scale. Like, yeah, you don't want to rebrand takeover because that's become an NXT brand. Uh, mm. But like, man, I love the house set. I like, honestly, let's give houses after children again. Like, let's just take this full <laughs> tilt because as we've discussed before on the first uh, takeover pay-per-view WWE gave ownership of a house to a child what well, uh, first in your house pay-per-view yeah and it was an 11 year old child and then they sold the house immediately so there's numerous in your house pay-per-views there were five in introduced in 1995 come 1996 this is the first time there is a pay-per-view between royal rumble and wrestlemania which would be wrestlemania 12 and it was in your house number six this is right before they started naming them I'd like to like read just in your a few... house rock bottom and in your house degeneration X. Well, the next in your house number seven was called uh, hold on, good friends, better enemies. Yeah, wasn't there an uh, in your house Canadian stampede one, at one point? Uh, not this year. Uh, I'll, let me read the rest of them to you, Chris. You'll love them. Uh, beware of dog. Yep. Yep. International well, hold, incident. Now, now hold on, <laughs> hold on. Beware of dog. Actually, for my money, fits the in your house concept because yes. there are a lot of times you see a sign that says "Beware of dog" on houses. Yeah. So maybe this so be like, outside of your house. Beware of dog. Wait, why is there one called private property? No trespassers. <laughs> solicitors. No will solicitors. Be, solicitors will be shot. <laughs> yeah. In your house, solicitors will be shot. Uh, the next one's international incident, and that uh, the promo image for that is Shawn Michaels super kicking uh, British Bulldog. <laughs> uh, after that is see it's an international games. incident because Shawn Michaels is from Texas, America, and the British Bulldog is from British. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, September's was Mind Games. Uh, in your house in October was buried alive Undertaker versus Mankind. Ooh, good match. That's actually a good match. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, like the in your Chris, house one pay per view. Just one more. Hold on, hold on. Good. I, one more. Here we go. The last one of the year for December is called "It's Time." That's it. In your house. In your house. It's, it's time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least that's that's still doing more than what. Uh, like be eventually became where it just became a spotlight pay-per-view for a wrestler. Like in your house, D generation X is an in your house pay-per-view. Yes. In your house, rock bottom, which spoilers, everybody that's the rocks finishing maneuver is an in your house pay-per-view at a certain point. They just sort of dropped the fun naming conventions. We're like, I don't know. Like if you, if you were to tell me right now that there was an in your house, Ken Shanrock or something like that, I'd believe you. Uh, the Canadian Stampede one was in 1997, by the yeah. way. I just want to throw that out. There. And that was that was that was heavily Bret Hart focused and uh, took place in Canada. Yeah, it would have been weird to do like in your house Canadian Stampede live from Los Angeles, California, <laughs> from San Antonio, Texas, <laughs> the most Canadian part of the United States. That's right. Uh, so this becomes a tradition from here on out is. There's a pay-per-view in between uh, the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. At some point, it does become two when they start doing a pay-per-view every single month. And I believe it was like 2017. There was like four pay-per-views before. I'm going to double check this right now. So Royal Rumble. Uh, so 2017, it go. Oh, no, there was only two. Okay. So for the past few years, it's been Royal Rumble, then Elimination Chamber, 
then Fastlane, which I believe was called Roadblock at one point, uh, then WrestleMania. There was also remember... there was also No Way Out. Was that the one also right before? That was the one that would come before uh, WrestleMania, and that was a pay per view that came right before WrestleMania, and that was also the show that in two thousand two introduced none other than the nwo oh. which is crazy the nwo premiered at a pay-per-view whose initials are nwo no way oh. out no way but the ki- the 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 best thing about all this and this is this is 100 a sidetrack i don't care um the leading up to the nwo's debut vince mcmahon gave my favorite vince mcmahon promo of all time Mm-hmm. where it's just him in a room by himself. He's mad because he has to share ownership of WWE with Ric Flair. So he decides he's going to put WWE out of business. He's like, I'm going to kill it. Me. I'm going to kill what I created. Me and the NWO. And that's how you knew the NWO was coming. It was so <laughs> dumb. But it's like, honestly, go back. It's it's peak guttural Vince McMahon voice. And and you know he's surreal because when the camera pulls back behind him, you see that he has an NWO shirt stretched over the back of his chair. See, so see the NWO logo? The it's- NWO. And you'll see him at NWO No Way Out. <laughs> um, uh, Roadblock was in December, by the way. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, oh. Check myself. Uh, but now we're life in the fast lane these days, man. That we're in that fast lane, and, and so the the idea came up of Road to WrestleMania, which is it, it's about the journey of the Royal Rumble winners, and also the journey to the actual WrestleMania matches that we're going to get. However, that idea I feel like has always been very watered down because of pay per views that are happening in between, where quote unquote anything can happen. Uh, I now here's here's my thought. I'm pretty sure uh, that the house show schedule tours leading up to Mania are no are called, like labeled the Road to WrestleMania. And yeah, I have I've to been to a couple that, of them. Yeah, Road to WrestleMania was like, if I'm guessing, it was initially conceived as a way to like promote the house shows, which that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the the house show tours after WrestleMania are promoted as like the WrestleMania Fallout, just like the pay per view after WrestleMania used to be called Backlash because. This is the backlash from everything that happened at WrestleMania. And it was usually just made up of a bunch of mania rematches. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with different stipulations and, with different uh, stipulations. And they would let the people who you wished would win at mania, but wouldn't, they would get the win at backlash. Yeah. But they would not get the title no. <laughs> for some reason. Cause it would never be a title match. Um, but yeah. So like from as a house show seller, I think the route, I think road to WrestleMania makes a ton of sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, from but they they input the road to WrestleMania so much on television, uh, but it's become such a huge part of television that when you start watching these other pay per views in between, it kind of already waters that idea down right. because, like we saw, at Elimination Chamber, the Miz winning the WWE Championship after cashing in Money in the Bank, and there's this whole weird storyline being written. Uh, so we're we're kind of led to believe that it's going to be Edge, Drew McIntyre. Then we kind of get pushed through a swerve with um, Edge going after Roman Reigns, and then the, there's this whole Miz thing happening. the The problem with all the, like all of this storytelling 
is I I guess it's fine. It's yeah. okay. So the thing about th- especially this year's Road to WrestleMania is it feels very predictable to me. Um, if I had to guess, if I'm putting on my uh, Booker Man hat uh, and I had to guess, they're gearing up. Like obviously we're getting we're getting Edge versus Roman Reigns at Mania, which even when they were sort of teasing Edge versus Drew McIntyre, like it was clear to me, like that's not what's good. That's not what's going to happen. First of all, Edge loves SmackDown. He identifies with SmackDown. Also, SmackDown has the freshest and most interesting roster of people for him to take on. Yeah, that's just that. That's that's simple. Uh, also, a babyface versus babyface WrestleMania main event doesn't really work. Uh, on the flip side, I didn't know where they were going with drew it seems clear now i think they're going the triple threat route with lashley drew and miz which is fine fine but like that's the thing there's not a lot of like the road to wrestlemania is supposed to be exciting because you're anticipating what's going to happen at the biggest show of the year not really doing that and we're halfway through this road to wrestlemania we got past the elimination chamber pay-per-view and things got you know shook up to a degree but like i think we all sort of assumed miz would win the title at some point because he's been holding on to that money in the bank briefcase ever since he stole it i i assumed it would have been done at wrestlemania can you believe otis used to hold that briefcase <laughs> can we Here's just stop of- for a second and remember how high wwe was on otis for about a week he won the title and then he lost the title to Miz in court in, presided oh. over by judge JBL. And then Miz lost or cashed in, but there was a loophole cause he didn't cash in. Yeah. Cause John Morrison, cause cashed John Morrison in. cashed it in and then Miz got it back after losing. And now he's WWE champion. This is going to go down as the weirdest year for the money in the bank contract briefcase. The weirdest. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's been some weird years, but this is like the most like, cause it started with the race to Titan towers, race to the top of Titan towers, which I loved. That I was still dope. Loved. That like, honestly, that was, that was one of my favorite pandemic WWE things. Period. I think it might be my favorite period. Oh, I mean, Firefly Flon house. I love Firefly Flon house. I, I still, I still, I can't not call it Firefly Flunhouse. Yeah, I just did that. I, I believe. hate it. Um, and I loved uh, the graveyard match or whatever it was called. The boneyard match. The boneyard match. The boneyard match. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's we've we've one hundred percent lost the thread on the road to WrestleMania here. Man. That's that's fine. But the but the idea is that we're building to something special. We're mm-hmm. uh, the road to WrestleMania is supposed to be building to WrestleMania, which is supposed to be special and big and grandiose. And while WrestleMania is going to be another two night event, I I'm not feeling the specialness. I haven't felt the specialness towards WrestleMania in a, in a few years, to be honest. I have to varying degrees, not as much as I used to, because like a lot of times WrestleMania isn't booked as the be all end all. Like yeah. I will say two years ago was uh, the women's main event. Massive. Uh, Kofi I, Mania. I not, massive. Do you remember how exciting the buildup to that WrestleMania was? Absolutely. Because that started at Survivor Series with Becky Lynch getting punched in the face, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's It's been going on for so that one. That one. That was a year where the road to WrestleMania made sense. But it's the only yeah. year I could think of in recent memory where it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And I think another thing sort of holding it back this year is that what's going to happen at WrestleMania isn't nearly as important or intriguing as what it's going to look like and what Mm. having a crowd of WWE fans back for the first time is going to be like. Because make no mistake about it, we're still in the middle of an active global pandemic. Yes, the Super Bowl had fans in that very same stadium, but like, what is this going to be like? I or I don't think we're going to get cinematic matches again, which super bums me out. Because I mean, we we got one a night. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to say like all of WrestleMania was cinematic matches. We yeah, should get look. one. We should honestly get one cinematic match per Mania forever. We should, and if it's a two night event, there should be one per night. <laughs> yes, because that's the other thing. Uh, I don't. It's not that Wrestle the WrestleMania brand has been diluted by it being two nights, but like for me, it makes the show less of a must see like we have to be there for this you don't know what's going to happen Mm -hmm. like it's it it being spread out across two nights you know what you know like what the main events are going to be on each night you're gonna have a world title on each night which is fine but it's just it's i don't know man it just doesn't hit me quite as hard like you know what i mean yeah but but at the same time when I think about the WrestleMania that you and I went to, which I believe was the longest WrestleMania ever. Where the main event started after midnight. Yes. Yeah. When we didn't get back into back to our to- hotels until like three in the morning. That was less we, WrestleMania's fault and more Uber's fault, to be fair. It was it was actually WWE's fault, if you remember, for not alerting the transit authority that like, hey, this is running long. Oh, there's also that. There's a lot going on there. Um so being a two night thing for me uh, to end the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I brought it back. Uh, being a two night thing for me during the pandemic is fantastic. Cause I don't know about you, Chris. I've really been enjoying the shorter pay-per-view lengths. I like them. I like them, but like WrestleMania is supposed to be different. WrestleMania yeah. is supposed to be like that game changing major event. That's like saying, you know, like, yeah, the playoffs and football are fun. But the Super Bowl is supposed to be better. It's yes. the Super Bowl. It's like it's like the wild card games versus the World Series. But that's like, also why it's a two night event. It's two night of, you know, two five hour nights, essentially. So it's 10 hours. Well, that's probably including kickoff show or whatatever. I don't remember how long it was last kickoff year. show. Was... Uh, three and a half hours of Bad Bunny singing a song about Booker T. Uh, uh sucker can you dig it not gonna lie digging bad bunny <laughs> don't really I, don't really know much about his music to be honest but i like that he's a champion i think that's fun i liked him teamed up with punishment martinez um, uh excuse you damian priest i i can't i can't do it i can't that's his do name it. his name is if you look on his birth certificate it says damian priest <laughs> i thought it said i thought it said uh uh jameson punishment martinez <laughs> Why Jameson? I don't know. That's the first thing that came into my head. Is he named after whiskey? What's going on? He's Irish. Oh, uh, I don't think that's true. <laughs> no, not at all. I, uh, I'm sad that like our truth isn't the champion, but I'd like kind of liked him involved. Like, I think we might get an R-Truth Damian Priest match. 
I want an R-Truth versus Bad Bunny, like a straight up match one on one. I do, but I also don't because that's. I don't want to like, cele- I don't want a celebrity wrestling, but that happens every year. And I don't know why I'm complaining already. I mean, Bad Bunny is 100% going to be on the Mania card. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess give him a real match against R-Truth. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm assuming he'll be like teamed with Damian Priest against R-Truth and little Jimmy or something. <laughs> oh, God. And now Damian Priest <laughs> and uh, Bad Bunny have to sell for air. <laughs> yep. Like. Tell me you wouldn't love that match. R-Truth tagging with little Jimmy against Bad Bunny the rapper and Damian Priest. That's the only storyline. I Actually, I care about Edge Rolling also, Reigns. So, also, Bad but, Bunny is a dope wrestling name. Let's be honest. I'm fine with it. I just, I, I, I think it's like the old man in me is like, I don't listen to this younger kid music and it makes me mad. Like, that's kind of where I'm at. I shouldn't be like that because it's illogical and stupid, but I'm old. It's true. You are very old. I'm not like, unlike me, I'm very young mm-hmm. and hip and with it. You're very young for a person that is six months older than me. I like uh cool guy music, uh, like Taylor Swift. You do like that. That is what people like. I don't, li- I don't like, I lo- anything like new. it's, I, I, in the, like something quarantine has done for me, Matt, is I've really come to embrace my Taylor Swift fandom. I don't care how I don't care if that speaks badly of me to like cool wrestling people. So the road to WrestleMania, road to WrestleMania. <laughs> it's a road trip. But you need a killer playlist like Finger Eleven's Kane theme song. This this segment has been the most road trippy uh, segment. It's, it's like being with us on a road trip. This is a lot like there was a day, Matt, when you and I just drove around San Francisco before I took you to the airport. It resembled this conversation. (laughs) Let's go this way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This whole segment's just been us stopping at the world's largest yarn ball. I've been to the world's largest ball of twine and I have added twine to it. Did you really? How did did that make you feel? Like, honestly, really good. much better than i expected it to and then i had to question like why does this validate you so much maybe you should talk to someone about it did you talk to anybody i mean i didn't get into therapy till like 15 years later oh okay (laughs) but yeah it i mean but honestly our meandering around this kind of exemplifies the issue with the road to wrestlemania it doesn't feel like an important topic at this point no it, like from but when I say that I mean like from WWE's point of view, it's it's a buzzword that they use a lot, but like none of it really seems to matter. They no, know what their endpoint. They know what the endpoint is. They know what the WrestleMania main event is going to be. They they pro- honestly they probably know what most of the card at WrestleMania is going to be. Yeah. That instead of like building up amazing storylines that lead to it, they just they do like and. I, Honestly, I feel like this is a lot of the issue with the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which is just kind of a a wild mash of throwing a bunch of people into a match to determine a world champion Mm -hmm. like that. Like it makes it makes Elimination Chamber feel like it doesn't mean as much at this point. Like it's a good pay-per-view. It's a great pay-per-view and a fantastic and visually arresting match. Mm -hmm. If that if that happened like in June. Mm-hmm. like clear of wrestlemania before SummerSlam. like i'm into it yeah <sighs> yeah 
anyway, take a get off the exit and go see the world's largest ball of twine on your road to WrestleMania. Ooh, let's take a pit stop at the the future home of the WWE roller coaster, Universal Studios Orlando. Chris, one of the best things about WrestleMania weekend, if you go, mm-hmm. uh, and you do. know what? And actually, even if you stay home and don't go to WrestleMania weekend because everything's on the internet now, that's right. You can go to eight million wrestling matches from various indie companies, and it's become kind of like the best thing about WrestleMania weekend. We did this. We literally did this two years ago. Mm -hmm. We went to a surprise. We signed up to go to a shocking number of wrestling shows. We ended up going to a surprising number of wrestling shows. I believe we signed up to go to 17 shows. This includes, this includes NXT takeover and WrestleMania. Yeah. I believe we went to eight or nine we went yeah we we made we made nxt we made the both nights of mania we made raw after mania and we also hit like uh, a bunch of G- i think the gcw stuff right wait what did we hit uh we went DDT to pro o- ddt pro, mlw o- mlw evolve ring of honor ring of honor ring of honor at madison oh. square garden what a show. <laughs> what a show in point. which I got very screwed off out of a place to sit and work the entire time. And I sat next to a guy who was trying to hire me as a freelancer the entire time. And I while you're there as a, while you're there as a staff member for a well, much, a much a, higher a, profile website. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. I've also had those experiences. It's very strange. <laughs> Let me tell you why it'd be good to take a pay cut and less job security. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, I always want to point out that, that, that G1 Supercard I feel like was a once in a lifetime thing uh, because it was at Madison square garden. I feel like it was twice in a lifetime thing because they also did all out or all in or whatever it was called. That seemed to be at 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 MSG. Yeah. 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 100%. Ring of honor. Can't sell at MSG on its own. New Japan. Can't sell at MSG on its own. The two of them together sold out Madison square garden. Like WWF's home base for since the dawn of time. Until they split for Jay-Z's arena over in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, the Barclays, which is actually really nice. Oh, Barclays Center is a great so nice. venue. Great venue. Fantastic food options. You went there like <laughs> three times? Honestly, Matt, I don't know if you're like me. After going to these things so often, do you do you decide how you feel about these places based on the quality of concessions? Yes, because the it, the interior where you're watching the show is identical at every single one. Yeah, they don't change like and, and also WWE, they just keep reusing the same set. Yes, you're excited about like the matches you're going to see, but I'm also yeah. excited about having like a craft beer and like a really nice, good quality burger or like, ooh, like a like a delicious chicken Sammy of some sort. I like um, I called it the sadness cup when I bought it. It was a giant pop. Yep. And at the top of the pop, it had a bowl with like chicken in it. Matt, that was at Madison Square Garden. That was at Madison I got Square one Garden. too. That was how we celebrated Ring of Honor by Just, weird sodas with bowls of chicken attached to the top. <laughs> it was pretty good, dude. The chicken was good. Yeah, the chicken was fine. It was good. Anyway, so aside from the bigger venues, like uh, the bigger shows like that, uh, you get a lot of smaller shows. G- GCW runs 
a billion shows usually during this weekend. Yeah, hold on one. Let me do the count real quick. One. Well, here's two. the thing, Chris. That we because we're looking at the um this year's uh Super Spreader Mania event and uh the WrestleMania weekend. There, there, it's important to note there are two different GCWs actually. What? Yeah, I see ten shows, Matt. So there is GC the collective which runs gcw but then there's also florida's gcw two entirely different promotions oh i'm assuming florida's gcw is like the play like gcw we run this town because it's the only one not at the same venue that every other gcw shows it's, oh it's, and it's running opposite joey janelle's spring break yeah and gcw rising best in class yeah oh yeah because you wrote florida gcw on some of these oh no no i didn't write this we're we're looking at uh, 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 all of the shows that are taking place this WrestleMania weekend. There are a lot. There are some, uh, Chris, I'm noticing that there are some uh, promotions that we know missing uh-huh. from this, like PWG. Uh-huh. Uh, I should, also- I, yeah, I, w- I would like to know PWG never, do- first of all, I would like to know that is the, I think, fifth or sixth time Matt did yeah. a take on that one sentence. He kept saying yeah. GWP. The I people did. need to know, see behind the curtain, Matt. Yeah, uh, they do. <laughs> besides, I tell people I work at GameStop all the time. I work um, at GameStonk. <laughs> GameStonks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, PWG never runs WrestleMania, which is interesting. Uh, I believe they are planning to run it should there not be a pandemic and mania it was actually happening in los angeles this year like it was supposed to yeah uh, which is funny still have my wrestlemania goes hollywood construction hat from the media event i went to at the under construction stadium yeah give me all that money ebay um <laughs> <laughs> but no like there's no ring of there's no ring of honor like obviously uh, the Japanese companies are having a hard time getting into the States right now. So there's like, there's not much representation in terms of that. Yeah, there's, there's no stardom, no DDT. Um, Poor DDT. The, like the lack of DDT is maybe the saddest part about this. Um, but there's also, also, there's no MLW stuff. Yes. Well, cause isn't MLW either like They're in East a Coast. very deep working relationship with, or now owned by WWE? Evolve is in a deep uh, working relationship Evolve is in a working relationship with WWE. Yes. Or ev- didn't WWE buy Evolve? Maybe they bought Evolve. I feel like that might be the case. It's it's hard to keep track of that of everything happening there. Yeah. But, but no, no MLW, like, yeah. No no Kaiju Big Battle. Yes. A lot of the a lot of the usual players are uh sort of sitting out. And what you have in their place is things like New Texas Pro Wrestling presents When I Die. Which that is a weird thing to be running during a pandemic when maybe we shouldn't be running these small shows uh, indoors. I mean, Effie's getting his own show. That's great. His uh, it's GCW's Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Yeah. So what GCW is doing and what they do a lot of the time is their shows are pinned to a specific wrestler. And then we're I think we're led to believe that like the wrestler has a, a stake in booking the show so obviously we get a joey janela spring break this is spring break five because joey loves to party we got effie's big gay brunch josh barnett's blood sport jimmy lloyd's degeneration f alley cat's real hot girl shit i'm i mean it's real hot girl shit oh, i gotta mute i gotta cut that out now <laughs> I, I actually do think I would love to actually talk to Joey Janelle about that. If like he's actually 
completely doing the booking that show. Yeah. That's because that, that's that, that I find that intriguing because also those shows, the thing that GCW does and the thing that I think I feel like might have started with Joey Janela doing the spring break shows. Is they find really interesting talent from the past and book them into things like yeah. people you would not expect to be on the show. And they end up being like, that's what draws in the crowd because you want to see, I don't know, headbanger mosh or whatever, like do battle against some hot indie talent. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. It's really cool. I think he was booking uh rock and roll express a few years back. Mm-hmm. That was a big one. Oh, there is an ICW show. I mean, there's an actual name I am familiar with. Two yeah, ICW it's, shows. It's ICW Three. pit fighter X battle of the tough guys. I love the names of these shows. I on it. I honestly, the, the, this, the names of these shows aren't as great as they, as a non pandemic. Like, wasn't there like a, a satanic ritual one that we were supposed to go to, but it started at like 3am and I'm yeah. like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> it was like a, it was like a, like a German wrestling coming that puts on satanic wrestling shows or some such thing. And we had tickets to it. And then we realized, like, oh, it doesn't start until 1 a.m. It's like nine, bro. We're tired because we're <laughs> it was an hour old. away to get there, too. I'm like, because, no. oh, yeah. Well, so the beauty of the beauty of and this is this is a big piece of why I'm kind of bummed about uh, mania, how it's shaking out this year and that people like we're not I'm not going. You're not going. No. Um, What sucks is Tampa is a it's it's out of Tampa, obviously, Raymond James Stadium, which is where it was supposed to be last year. Which is um, St. Petersburg. But St. Petersburg and Tampa are the same yeah. right next to each other. And but what's cool about it is that like everything is pretty close and easy to get to. That yes. was not the case for Mania in New York two years New ago. York was a nightmare. I because, mean, I, I, because I, first I loved... of all, Mania itself was in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. And all the sh- most all the shows that we wanted to go to, the good ones, were in Queens. Mm-hmm. And we were staying in Brooklyn. Because uh, that's, that's where we could get a hotel yeah. through CBS. <laughs> that's where we could get a hotel through. And it was also close to sort of WWE's home base of uh, NXT, Raw. Uh, like it was it was vaguely we like, in the area of access. Yeah, we were like a, we were like a mile away from Barclays. We walked we walked home home. We walked to the hotel oh, from man. Barclays. Yeah, we did. After like we got denied at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Do you remember yeah. that? By the way, the Buffalo Wild Wings across the street from Barclays Center, you sucks. Suck. Take that, BWWWs. By the way, the Applebee's or TGI Fridays right near uh, right in Brooklyn, right near our hotel. Uh-huh. You guys are great, but you took three hours to give us our food. It's true. It took a long time to be eating good in the neighborhood. But they were so nice. Uh-huh. And I had and I had a nice frosty beer. Uh, so. The reason we brought up sort of the WrestleMania week schedule is because, yes, there if you look at the schedule between Thursday before and Sunday of WrestleMania, there are a lot of shows on the books. Mm -hmm. It's so tiny compared to years past. Yes. Like WrestleMania weekend is actually at least a week long. Yeah. Like with shows that happen every single day. Also of note. Unless they're they just haven't announced it yet, no access this year. This is the first year without a WrestleMania access in some time. Not counting but, last year, but obviously. Well, right. But it's also uh, you understand it because like what can you do? Yeah, it's um 
it's it's weird to to see you know no access no uh nxt scheduled either no hall of fame but we still didn't get last year's hall of fame no or 2020s which whatever um it's also important remember remember when we were at wrestlemania and we didn't go to the hall of fame and and us not going led to someone tackling bret hart Mm -hmm. i believe we were at was that ddt that night no i think that was ring of honor night that was oh that was supercard which yeah, we were at super again that was a better choice because we were legit we were we were working ring of honor we had our laptops out we were writing for the site and literally started seeing tweets about someone tackling bret hart at the hall of fame yeah yeah the worst thing about that show enzo amore yeah him and big cast showed Ugh. up and <laughs> ring of honors pr wouldn't like just like keep your eye out for a press release it's like no just tell us like we also, are here also we ended up not getting a press release because the audience hated it so much that ring of honor like in the moment <laughs> dropped the entire thing back to this schedule this is kind of a this is this is more of a free-flowing episode this week guys if you haven't noticed Man, but now i'm having so many memories about our wrestlemania experience. i know because i just want to talk about our wrestlemania there are some of these uh, shows are outside, which that's Good. kind of a plus. I, I doubt there will be social distancing, to be honest. Get ready for the humidity, Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, the, uh, most of them are inside, which scares me. Masks are required for everything but three. There are question marks if masks are required for them. Four, sorry. Uh, it should be noted that like masks are not required in Florida. No, Florida doesn't care. As a whole. Uh, so the fact that most of these shows are requiring masks is a great thing. Good yes. for the good. They should. The fact that they're also booking outside venues probably as much as possible, I'm assuming. But that's all in Yarbor City, Florida. I don't know where that is. It's it's all Tampa. Yeah. Like, it's all just like you. You live in Chicago. They live in Tampa. Yeah, that's right. The Sears Center where all in and all out happened is in Chicago. Wink. Yeah, exactly. It's for it's honestly, it's wrestling. Yeah, it's sports. Like the New York Giants play in New Jersey. I yes. mean, ta-da. New York doesn't have a team technically. No, no. Uh, but yeah, it's there are some of these shows I immediately want to see. Uh, the GCW stuff always appeals to me because it's very interesting. I wish, I wish the Good Brothers were doing their next talking show shop of mania or whatever yeah, like a, doing a talking shop of mania like yeah that's insane to me i'm su- like uh i'm surprised that impact isn't doing something i i don't think impact would run during this weekend uh, because of the pandemic primarily yeah i suppose so although you do have breakfast of champions with medusa and odb i'd actually go to the, the hell out of that i want to i want to eat breakfast with odb more than yeah. almost anything honestly there's also Zoa's Guava Mania, which is a 21 plus show. I don't know. There's also a show. What called does that Va- mean? Hold on. <laughs> Guava Mania. What's Pegasus Lounge? Chris, I think we need to look up what this, Pegasus Lounge is. is I've it, got a it's, feeling. If it's not a strip club, I'm shocked. The live music venue. It is not. Their liquor license has been suspended. <laughs> So why, is this a, so why is this a 21 plus show uh they were suspended for violating coronavirus orders oh god so have fun at zawam guava mania y'all 
Uh, there is one show from a company that it's it's a Florida's GCW show uh, that I don't know anything about this company, but I'm intrigued enough to want to see this show. The title of the show is Real Pro and Piledriver Pro. Once upon a time, we blew the budget. I'm in. How many of these shows have Gangrel on them, Matt? Like, let's ballpark it. All of them? Because he's from. He lives area. there. He yeah. lives there. Um, I'm going to say that Gangrel will be wrestling that weekend at least four times. He should be. Oh, man. Gangrel watch that week is going to be lit. Oh, man. Guys, prepare for Gangrel watch. There's a, there's a company in Florida called Crab Wrestling. Yes. And they have a show called We Wrestle with Mania. <laughs> They're really trying to get that SEO juice. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, like the, the moral. Of the story, the, so the moral of the story is don't travel to Florida for WrestleMania. Like you'll be fine without it. Wait until things are a little bit better under control. I'd say per, that. But you know what? That's just me personally. Me personally, I am not traveling to Florida for WrestleMania because like it's just. You can watch. It's not worth it for me. Most of these shows probably on like fight TV or something. And honestly, like they, like GCW will 100% have like a package deal where you can buy all of them. And you, you won't have to. I love I actually do. Wrestling is the one event I like being at live with friends more than watching it at home. Mm-hmm. Um, live alone. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it live. Like I, I, I kind of like both because live alone um i like live with friends like matt we've gone to wrestling shows together and we just crack jokes the entire time Mm -hmm. except the nxt takeover during walter and pete dunn's match where i fell asleep which still annoys me to no end because walter is god he's so good i was just so tired you were yeah yeah old man matt was beat he was just tuckered i think he fell asleep and then on the way home we stopped at the bodega next to our hotel got sandwiches and went up and played uh that game stardew valley stardew valley until we passed out you can watch anyway you can watch all these shows streaming most likely i think we'll probably do a follow-up on this about where you can watch those shows and maybe what wrestlemania weekend shows to watch like yeah like as we get closer and we learn sort of what the talent is going to be and what the match situation is going to be we should definitely revisit this because like Honestly, even with a very a much smaller group of shows, there's still so much variety on the table. There's something called violence cross surf suffering. Like, what is that? So there's going to be a pentagram somewhere there. Not an actual cross, like an X, like oh, Street oh, Fighter oh. X Marvel or whatever. Someone's going to be wearing a headband. Probably. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Sure. Uh, uh, but I really, I, I don't re- like Chris don't recommend traveling to Florida during a pandemic. I know we're at the tail end guys. Just hold out a little bit longer, especially with the two new strands that are out there. Cause Illinois is being hit with the South African and English and the, one and right now. The, and, and Florida is very much being hit by the, uh, new strains. So, yeah, but on, but listen, WrestleMania as, as much as, as we discussed before the road to WrestleMania feels like a lie now. Uh, WrestleMania as a whole is a fun time of year. Yes. Uh, and it's a time of year at this point in my life. I'm, I'm much, I get much more excited for the non mainline WWE stuff 
at WrestleMania than I do for a NXT, but b all of the indie groups that are just like people who are trying to make it and they're putting forth their best effort because like Matt, all those, all those collective shows we went to, were they collective shows we went to? Yeah, I think so. So like all those shows we went to were, everyone was working so hard to impress a group of fans who came from around the world and packed into these little nightclubs. Yeah. And it was, it was incredible that, and that's where we first, and like, that's where we first saw people like Leon Ruff and Austin theory who are Mm -hmm. regulars in WWE. Now it's really cool to see people who are on the cusp of making it to that next level. And like you're seeing them in their purest form on the indies where like they are in complete control of their character. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Fun. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a lot of fun. And you all see like bicycles and toilets used as weapons, but whatever. But that's just DDT. Hey, Chris. Yeah, bud. Happy, happy one year anniversary. The last time we hung out in person. Wait, is that, is that today? Well, actually tomorrow would be uh the day the one year anniversary of the day we just drove around san francisco is it really <laughs> yeah, oh it man happy birthday we did it today's the one year anniversary of tonga room night where you and i drank a super giant drink together <laughs> you guys you listeners you don't know friendship until you have shared a massive tiki drink with two straws with your buddy matt you just don't you haven't pre-pandemic because we're because <laughs> oh my god dude we could have 100 given each other the covid and that's when san francisco had an outbreak too and we didn't know about it till months later yup good times <laughs> scary oh god and then i went to c2e2 right after that i went home Ugh. anyways Ugh. that's been our show this week i guess uh yep we did it we did it. There will. I think we're going to end up talking a bit about WrestleMania, kind of leading up to WrestleMania more Absolutely. and more. Uh, because, like, why not celebrate it? Even though I don't think it's the Super Bowl of wrestling shows. No, it's the. Honestly, it's supposed. It's in a way, it's the season finale of wrestling shows. Yeah, it, the road to WrestleMania isn't about getting to WrestleMania. It's about having a week with friends and watching eight million shows yep. and just like coming together with other wrestling fans. That's what the road to WrestleMania is actually about. Yeah. Look the road that. to WrestleMania was friendship all along. It's not the journey to WrestleMania. It's the friends you make along the way. Chris, Good. any final words this week? <laughs> I'm going to kill it. Me and the NWO. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Motley Cruz. <laughs> See you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week. <laughs>